Alright, well here we go. This is episode one of In Conversation With Myself with Chris Stetzel. And I am Chris Stetzel. How y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. You may know me uh, from Donnie Ray's No Filter. In fact, I don't know how else you would know me unless you're just one of my friends tuning in. Shouts out to y'all. Um, but I'm on uh, all the Donnie Ray uh, affiliate podcast in the kitchen with Donnie Ray, uh, or cooking up with Donnie Ray rather, uh, the after show, Raw and Rational, all of that. So I needed to get into some solo content because there's always stuff going on. Um, and the reason that I ended up choosing today finally to record, number one, back to a normal work schedule. Number two, um, our friend in hip-hop, ASAP Rocky, uh, got formally charged with uh, assault, I believe, um, <clears throat> after the incident in Sweden. Um, and now, and Donald Trump had even been involved, which is crazy to think that Donald Trump was stepping up for this. Um, not really that crazy. Um, me and Don actually talked about this off off air once. Um, but everybody likes to ra- label Trump as uh, a racist, blah, blah, blah. And don't get it wrong, I think he is prejudiced towards um, many people, but I don't actually believe that African Americans are in that category anymore. Not that that makes any of his other beliefs any more acceptable, um, but I definitely do believe it is an anti-immigration thing. Um, so I think he is prejudiced towards um, the Latino community in general, probably. Um, but he hasn't really had any issues as far as with the African American uh, community, in my opinion. Um, since way back in the day, he had a lot of issues um, with his apartment buildings in New York and such, um, forcing lower income, lower income, mostly uh, people of color, out of their housing, um, which unfortunately is also just a problem with gentrification in general. Um, <clears throat> so, ASAP Rocky got charged. Um, he's been in. Uh, he he had an incident June 30th. Um, you can look up the video um, where it seemed like he was being followed um, and harassed by some people on the street in Sweden. And I kind of forget what actually set it off, but it ended up turning into a pretty reasonable um, fight, physical altercation. Um, so that's disappointing. Um, he's always got to remember who he is, but he also shouldn't have to take anything that any normal person wouldn't take. If you're being harassed um, and somebody's getting up in your face and whatnot, you have to have the ability to defend yourself. Uh, and I do believe Sweden is being extremely unfair um, with this process, without a doubt. Um, because number one, you have to understand the pressure that these people are always under and people always up in their business and they, they're wealthy. They never know what somebody is up to. Um, so, I mean, they have to kind of be on the defensive. and um, But that's also, he's got to keep in mind, that's um, what he hires bodyguards for. So he can't go WWE on some dude in Sweden because he tossed this motherfucker. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but they also shouldn't have held him um, with no bond this entire time. Because um, this is that was June 30th. It's almost July 30th now. I'm pretty sure he got arrested two, three days after it, maybe. Um, 
and now they're wanting to charge him, and I think I heard he can face up to three years um, in a Swedish prison. Now, he's not convicted yet. He's being charged. Uh, there is a difference, um, but the thing is that means he's going to be sitting in a Swedish uh, jail until trial happens, which who knows how good their judicial system is. If it's America, you know that could be um, a fat minute that he would be sitting in there. Um, and then on top of it, facing up to three years. Um, and a lot of people are saying that Donald Trump is only stepping up right here to pander for votes. I really don't believe that that's true. And I do believe that that is a, um, a, a toxic um, platform to take. I get that the dude, the dude is an asshole. Like, I'm not afraid to speak on how I feel about Donald Trump. I don't like him. I think he's a terrible representation of our country, of any of our voices. Um, but I think that's unfortunately true for about any president um, because they're they're older people. They're the older generation, and they don't represent the majority of our beliefs anymore. Um, <clears throat> but my other thing is I don't understand how or why um, they can't extradite or just transfer the case into the states. So at least he's back on uh, turf that is comfortable um, for him. And I get that whatever, he committed a crime, he assaulted somebody, he definitely did. But that doesn't mean that he was the only one involved. And the person who kind of instigated the situation, in my opinion, um, isn't facing any charges. Um, <clears throat> and that just doesn't make any sense to me because this dude literally is the one who started the whole situation. It's not like ASAP Rocky's just walking around Sweden where he's trying to do shows and stuff, I'm sure, or is on a vacation. I don't even know why he was in Sweden at this given time. It's not like he's just looking around for locals to get into a fight with. That's not what famous people are doing. They're mostly just trying to chill. They're, they're regular people just like me and you, and they're trying to experience life, and they don't get to do that. And Granted, that is a choice that they made to go into the entertainment industry, but at the same time, we don't acknowledge that, I feel like. Um, and we just treat them as a, a, a less than human almost. Granted, we look at them superiorly, but we treat them as less than human because people just walk up without even asking, take pictures of them. Um, they're just constantly getting bombarded with people. And that is, of course, the, the thing that happens when you're in the spotlight. But... Um, I just don't understand why Sweden is taking this to such an extent. Um, and regardless, I do think it's um, nice, I suppose, that Trump is doing this. I don't believe that there's ill will behind it or anything like that. Um, you can think whatever you want. These are just my opinions. Um, but I do believe that uh, <clears throat> the best intentions are had, and I mean... Because, I mean, if you look at the situation, you can just understand that this is an unfair situation. He's, he's being prosecuted and uh, being held accountable for something that may, in my opinion, more or less have been self-defense. Because if you're getting harassed, whether the person physically touches you or not, I know in the video I heard them ask them to stop following, etc., so if you don't listen to that, you are asking for a problem. That is, in my opinion, that is acceptable. I would be okay with getting punched in the face 
or WWE tossed, however you want to look at it, as if he had asked me multiple times to back off and I didn't. Um, if you're given a warning, then I don't understand um, what the fuck you expect. So that's my brief take on the ASAP Rocky situation. I wish him the best in his uh, legal battle moving forward, and hopefully uh, this can get resolved without him spending any significant time behind bars um, so that he can get back to riding the bars um, and just living his life because this is, this is not a fair situation. Um, so moving on uh, to some lighter topics, uh, the music. Music is heating up again. Um, Big Sean came out of the woodwork uh, with a, a pretty nice single. Um, he had a couple really nice lines in there. He said something about, um, I didn't take a break, I got broken. Um, whether he's he's kind of talking about the industry. Um, he got sick of uh, the way people were talking about him uh, for saying corny stuff. Or I know he did go through a breakup that he had to deal with. Um, so he came back in a way that I appreciated. Um, Big Sean definitely has his corny moments, but Big Sean has also shown us all in my opinion, that he can really rap. We know he can really rap. Um, whether you're looking at the Detroit mixtape, um, Good Kid Mad City is one of my personal favorite. Wow, Good Kid Mad City. Dark- <laughs> Jesus. Dark Sky Paradise um, is one of my faves, um, but I'm also a-, a Kanye fan, and that had a very... Kanye had his hands all up in that album, um, production-wise, influence-wise. Uh, he had a verse on there. Um, but he's also dropping another single tonight at midnight, along with a whole gang of other people. Um, I heard Rick Ross and Drake are dropping a song tonight that I would anticipate is off of Rick Ross's album coming up, which is also rumored to have a Pusha T and Lil Wayne track, uh, who those two have been not cool with each other for quite some time. Um, Chance the Rapper's first studio album is coming out tonight at midnight. Um, which is a big deal. You'll probably hear that as a first listen on the after show for Donnie Ray's No Filter that we're recording on Sunday. Um, today is Thursday right now, just for your uh, knowledge of where I'm at. Um, there's a Bryson Tiller single dropping, which um, I'm hit or miss on Bryson just because he's not necessarily my specific type of music. He's a talented guy, and he definitely has songs that I really rock with. Um <clears throat> But, excuse me, uh, BJ the Chicago Kid has an album coming that I assume will have some great features. BJ the Chicago Kid has worked with a lot of people recently. I um, think he did some work with um, J.I.D. Uh, he definitely was on Lil Wayne's album. Um, he's definitely got some nice vocals. Um, I guess I don't, I've never really listened to his solo projects, so I don't know what kind of stylistic uh takes his album has but i know he has some really smooth vocals um ybn corday has an lp drop in who's uh somebody that i'm definitely watching on the come up he's um in my opinion the best of like the ybn uh little click uh he wasn't at first but he started to really show himself that he has uh, some lyricism and he had a good song with chance the rapper um and then he just had a single drop that J. Cole produced, and uh, I damn near forget right now who the feature was. Um, so I'll definitely be giving that a spin. E-40 is going to be my first listen at midnight tonight. Um, you got to respect E-40. He's been in the game for literally so long. 
and has consistently brought us bars and consistently um, E40 is just one of those people that has like an MC voice to me that it demands you to listen to when he's rapping his cadence and his vo voice um, just really grabs you and then he and then he's got really clever lyricism on top of it but yeah he's been active since 1986 so for those of you that's 33 years of pretty consistent rap um which is really impressive there's very few people who have a a career that long um so it's really impressive and i'm always really uh intrigued to to hear what e40 has uh to say um, on top of that, <clears throat> that's uh, I think that's actually it for what's coming out tonight. Um, so that's that's something to look forward to. That Rick Ross album, I believe, drops next Friday. Um, so that's one to really look out for, to say the least. Um, and what else? Oh, I was going to say something else about music. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? This is why it's in conversation with myself, because I'm literally talking to myself about what I was going to talk about. Um, so I guess in other news, and not even in other news, just uh, something else that's on my mind. Um, just because I just got off work at the hotel. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I work at a, a hotel in Carmel, uh, the Drury Plaza. Um, I've been in the, the service industry for a long time. Uh, hotels, restaurants, whatever it may be. Um, that's pretty much all I've ever done. Um, shout out to not going to college. <laughs> um, but I just have a, a PSA to anybody who eats out, um, goes to a hotel. Um, there's just so much lack of fucks given by hotel guests, and it's quite outstanding. Uh, and I mean, it's okay. Like, I understand it's a service industry and uh, we're there to help out. But the obnoxiousness of people who just leave things such a disaster and just are like, oh, well, somebody's going to clean up after me is just so not rational. And it's it's just so mind-boggling that people think that's acceptable because – what if people did that to you at your house or even at your job, depending on what your job is? What if somebody came in, made a huge fucking mess of stuff that you try to keep nice and keep clean and then did nothing to help rectify the mess that they made? You just leave dirty dishes and, and trash strewn about? That's just not okay to me. Um, so that's a random little PSA, little TED Talk. Um, that it was very selfish in my uh, in my opinion, just because of the fact that I work in that industry. But there's so much of that in the world of just selfishness. Um, I feel even though uh, people steady try to act like everybody's putting other people before themselves um, in this kind of PC 2019 era, which I'm for PC and everybody's at the same stature, but is what I'm not for is hypocrisy. And I feel like that is um, such a thing that everybody's so worried about seeming like they give a fuck about anybody but themselves. But in reality, it's all just a facade for the public image to ma basically make yourself feel better about yourself. You know, 
there's so much of that online and um, I was actually talking about it at work today. A great example of it is if you saw that fight um, that happened in Disneyland, um, that actually ended up being it was it was uh, it was actually a family. If you didn't realize that when you're watching this fight happen at Disneyland, where um, it it was a black family, um, but the guys ended up just beating the shit. Not beating the shit. That's dramatic. But hitting these women they were with several times and it ended up coming out that it was like it was a family there was a mom um a a sister and brother uh the children of that mother um the sister's husband and i believe the brother's wife or whatever a significant other were all kind of involved and i don't know what sparked it but it was interesting to me because the dudes kept squaring up with each other and kind of swinging a little bit, but wouldn't really swing until there was one of the women in front of them. And you see these women get hit 15, 20 times before finally, like four and a half minutes in, there's some, uh, finally like four or five dudes finally get in the middle of it and start to break it up. And... But you see in the background the whole time and the probably on the other side, obviously, because somebody on the other side was taping it. But you can see just this crowd of hundreds of people. It's fucking Disneyland. There's a shitload of people there just watching all of this unfold. And what I don't get is how in that batch of hundreds of people does anybody not as... Number one, as soon as you're in Disneyland and you even see two dudes squaring up to fight, how do you not immediately just say, all right, fuck this, I'm... It's, I'm not asking for one person, but just look around. I'm and I would have looked around and been like, "Hey, you, you're big. Hey, you, you're big. Hey, if seven of us just walk in there, we can stop this." But especially once you see grown ass men hitting women, how do you not just come forward and be like, "Hey, guys, this is not okay." They had children with them, and then eventually, mom got up out of her uh, motorized scooter, little wheelchair thing. She ended up getting knocked over by one of the ladies, ended up hitting her, and then that's when the son came over and just smacked the shit out of that woman like six times, and that's when everybody jumped in. But for four minutes, people are watching a Disney, a fight at Disneyland with their kids watching, the kids of the parents and grandmother involved, all those kids watching, kids are crying, um, and I mean... I guess this is just where you got to draw the line and say that Disney World is definitely way better than Disneyland because I feel like in Disney World, like some security guard in a Mickey Mouse badge um, or a fleet of security guards in a Mickey Mouse badge would have came up and broken this up pretty quick, you would think. Um, But it was an interesting video to watch in just the sense of it's Disneyland. I think they were... I think they're in the one in Toontown, I believe. Um, I'm, I'm, I've never been to either Disneyland or Disney World because I'm a fucking scrub. Um, <clears throat> but I believe they were in Toontown, so there's like all these like slanted, cartoony-looking houses. They're in the middle of there, there's a railroad track right there, so clearly like a tram or whatever runs through right there. And there's just these four people in a full-on fight right in the middle. And nobody's doing shit about it until like almost five minutes in. And then they're finally like, 
okay, I guess we should probably stop this. Um, and it's just funny because everybody's so quick to run to Twitter and put people on blast for videos they've taken. But if, while you're sitting there taking the video, instead of taking that video, why don't you just stop the situation that's taking place that you're so adamantly upset about? And that kind of takes me into probably the last thing I'm going to talk about on this first episode um, of just the the obsession with the phones. Um, now, I'm not trying to shit on technology and the, the great things it does because it does do a great job of connecting people who wouldn't normally be connected. But my beef with phones and technology is the lack of in the moment that it has created. And I've had this uh, with a couple of friends. Um, shout out to my man, Adam. He's kind of got a bad habit of this sometimes. Sorry to put you on blast, brother. Um, but he knows it's all love. Um, but like you can be having a conversation, like a conversation with somebody. You can be sitting and hanging out, and all of a sudden they're looking at their phone, scrolling through Twitter or whatever the fuck. Um, and you will say, I've said so many entire thoughts to Adam, and then at the, I stop talking, and this guy will look up and say, what did you say? So man, you heard me talking, didn't, re- didn't care to register it then, but I'll wait till I'm done talking, and be like, hey, you want to run that whole phrase by me again? Like, man, I was talking for five minutes. And, like, that, it's just one of my pet peeves. And, I mean, part of it for me, it's easy to not because my phone is such a piece of shit that if I'm on it all the time, it'll just turn off and shit because it's a, a shitty old-ass droid. I need a new phone. It is what it is. Got a welfare phone, basically. Um, and it's just, it's one of my pet peeves. And then when... And it, it, it struck me because we're in the, the midst of concert season. Uh, it's late July, so we just had July 4th. And those are two of the worst things now in this era of technology because nobody's just soaking in the moment anymore and just enjoying what's happening in front of them. They'll have their phone out the whole time, taping the show, taping the fireworks, in concerts, I get a little bit because I love live shows. I love concerts. I've watched full videos of concerts on YouTube many a times, but I also enjoy the the like when it's a festival and it's the festival's video footage that number one has good sound, number two has good quality video throughout, is steady, it's not blocked by people jumping up and down, and it's just silly to me that especially with fireworks, nobody. Let me say it again for those who aren't listening. Nobody wants to see the video of your fireworks. That doesn't do jack shit for anybody at all. Posting a video of your fireworks on Snapchat, on Instagram, on Twitter, any of it. You are wasting time and misusing the blessing that is the internet, in my opinion. Now, granted... um, you can do with it. You can take a video of that shit and save it on your phone if you want. I get that. Especially for concerts. If you want to watch some concert clips back, been there, done that. But what my shitty phone has taught me is it can do way better for you if you just leave your phone in your fucking pocket while an act is on stage and just live in that moment. 
That is a performance that they're putting on. It's an experience, and it's meant to be treated as such. Um, And on top of it, they want to see the crowd engaged. They want crowds to be hyped. They want crowds to be jumping around, having fun, enjoying themselves, not trying to stand still and get a good video. Enjoy the moment. It's never going to play back the same as the energy in an arena or a theater or even just a standing room only venue is going to be. There's no benefit to it. If you want to take short clips just to remember it by, or is what I even started doing a little bit, is just putting it in my front pocket or holding it just in my hand and taking some audio. Because to me, I can remember the visual, but the audio is the fun part. Hearing them, what they have to say, how they perform the song, that does more for me. And on top of it, none of it ever needs posted to social media. If you're not taking a high-quality, high-resolution, high-sound quality, all of that video, if you're not like taking a professional video, what is that doing for anybody? Just experience it. Even if it's them sneak, uh, sneak previewing some... Why does that need posted? They're sneak previewing... Pu- Jesus, criminy. They're previewing it to you because you... Love their music enough to have been there. You're at the show. You bought a ticket. You traveled to the venue. You may have even bought a hotel room for the occasion. You've spent all this money just to experience their act. And so they're trying to give you a special treat. And I don't understand why you would even want people who didn't take the time to buy a ticket and go see them. To get to do, to enjoy that. And that's coming from somebody who loves concerts but doesn't get to go to as many as they want because of work schedule, etc. Whatever. You know? So I just wanted to say, you know, live more in the moment. Stop worrying about what's going on in your phone. When you're with some friends or whatever, fuck the phone. Just enjoy the time you have with these people because especially as I've gotten older... I've started to realize no matter how close you are with somebody, you still don't get to see those people as often as you would like. Um, You can text them and whatnot, but there's still nothing better than spending that quality time with somebody that you truly care about and fuck with um, and having some real conversations, having some real experiences. Even if you're just watching a show together or, or just chilling doing whatever it is that you do with your friends. Like, just stop worrying about what's going on. You That stuff will still be there when you're done with the experience that you're having right now. So I think it's um, important to think about that and just live in the moment. And it's something that I feel like is going further and further away uh, is people not living in the moment. So that's my uh, my take on technology right now. Um, and I think that's about all I have to, to talk about. Um, I'll have more of these episodes coming. Uh, like I said, there's always stuff going on in the world. Um, and I want to cut and me and Don want to get more of it covered and, and just keep, uh, keep putting stuff out so you can hear, hear more from us and give us more feedback and, uh, let us know what else you'd like to hear us talk about. So that's wrapping up episode one, I believe, of In Conversation With Myself with Chris Stetzel. Uh, Kept it just under half an hour. My goal was half an hour. Didn't know what it was going to sound like. Um, So if you have any notes, 
hit me up on Twitter at Topher Stetzel, T-O-P-H-E-R-S-T-E-T-Z-E-L. And then uh, on Instagram, Chris, C-H-R-I-S, and then Stetzel again. Uh, Follow me on Snapchat if you want. I never post on my story, but you can snap me anytime. Uh, That's Young Stetz. Um, So, yeah, hit us up. Let us know. Me and Don are staying active, um, trying to level up. We got the video podcast. Go check out episode, I believe it was 213. I think it was one of the funniest episodes that me and Don have ever have ever done. It was one of the most fun for me, uh, to say the very least. Um, let us know what you think. And uh, this was In Conversation with Chris Stetzel. I'll talk to myself next time.